You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio. Hi there, everyone. On this super rainy, oh my gosh, so bedraggled. I've just managed to get my quiff a little bit higher than it. Well, I mean, I, it all fell apart on the way here, obviously, in this rain. I hope you are dry and I can't wait to spend the next couple of hours with you. Uh, we're going to have some great music and we're going to have a brilliant local guide to how to get the best from our boroughs. On Riverside Radio. Hello everyone, it's Vixby. I hope you enjoyed that. One of the greatest bangers there is with Sex and Fire by Kings of Leon. So I hope that's cheering you well up on this extremely damp Thursday morning. Uh, I have already been charging around Richmond Park very much, like couldn't have been wetter, but... I feel pretty good about myself now, I have to say. Our personal trainer who runs with us actually calls it the smug factor, which I love as well. Now, this show is all about celebrating Southwest London with you. And every week I bring you a local guide uh, to hear their top tips for the best experience of their local corner of Southwest London. And this week we're going to hear from none other than Michelle Rue Jr. Happy Clapham resident and super famous chef. He's going to give us his foodie ideas. Brilliant. We've also got Vixby Loves coming up where I tell you about activities, arts and culture events going on in the boroughs of Wandsworth, Merton, Lambeth and Richmond every week. I will also be bringing you our local hero, the lovely Mark Browning who volunteers for the RNLI on the River Thames. So stay tuned. We've got lots to look forward to. Now, every week I profile a person of local interest, someone who can give us an insight into a field that they're passionate about. Now, this week we have a local hero in the form of Mark Browning, who volunteers for the Royal National Lifeboat Institution, or the RNLI as we tend to know it. Here I am with Mark and he's going to tell us about how he contributes to our community. I'm here with Mark Browning. And he, listeners, works with the RNLI at the busiest RNLI station in Great Britain, which happens to be on the River Thames. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hello. Good morning. Now, tell me, how did you get into being a lifeboat person for the RNLI? Well, let me tell you about the station first. It is the busiest station in the UK. It's called Tower Lifeboat. It moved from Tower Bridge in 2006. Mm -hmm. And we're now based just under Waterloo Bridge. Mm -hmm. We have roughly 650 call-outs per year, which is a great deal more than most. And how did I get into it? I am a barrister in my normal profession and I was working across the road in Temple. Mm. So I used to see the station every morning on the way to work and one day I knocked on the door and several months later I was hired as a volunteer. There must have been a fair amount of training between those moments. The training is ongoing. We all have to train in casualty care. Mm -hmm. So that is a mandatory part of the training. We have to train in the use of defibrillators and otherwise our training is very much ongoing. So it's training in terms of using the boat, mm -hmm. being familiar with ropes, 
knowing what to do in in an emergency. Now, I spend a lot of my holidays down in Land's End, and there's a big lifeboat station at Senan. But I understand from you that actually the lifeboat that you work on it looks very different. The boat itself is very different. We have what people would know as a rib, but it has 900 horsepower in it. It's a very big, long, inflatable boat with the rigid hull, mm-hmm. and it has various features on it that help us to perform the various tasks that we have to. But the Thames is different. It's different from a coastal station in that we tend to do jobs with the Metropolitan Police, mm-hmm. so we launch with the Marine Unit, which is based out of Wapping, mm-hmm. and a lot of the jobs that we do are in conjunction with either them or with the London Fire Brigade, who have uh, several boats actually based on the other side of the embankment, slightly further down by okay. Lambeth Bridge. Because I imagine that's the rather sort of gruesome angle to, to what you have to do. I mean, the Thames is a very busy riverway, and sadly we do have jobs that involve either recovering people or dealing with people who have mental health problems. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the job. But Mm -hmm. but also we do a great deal of of assisting people in all matters involving the water. Right. What part of the River Thames does your station look after? So we cover from Battersea Bridge right up to Barking Creek. And we go beyond the barrier. So we cover, I think it's 17 nautical miles in all. It's a long stretch. And there are three other lifeboats on the river, one at Gravesend, much further down. There is one at Chiswick, mm-hmm. and there's also one at Teddington. Right. If you go beyond the barriers, have you encountered any interesting animals on your adventures? Well, we've actually seen some seals come up to Waterloo Bridge. Really? In fact. Yeah, so we have a friendly seal that pops up every now and then. <laughs> have you so named him? We have named him, but I can't. I think everybody seems to have a different name for him, but <laughs> we see him. And, and then clearly we deal with other incidents as they occur. So we have the sad case of the beluga whale that mm. came into the Thames, and we do get involved with dogs that have gone into the river and things like that. Obviously, nobody should jump into the river after an animal. They should call us immediately. We launch within 90 seconds, so we are able to get to an incident very quickly. So there's a very good chance you could rescue someone's dog and they Absolutely, really and don't. we do. And we, we do that quite often. And if you were to fall into the Thames accidentally, what's your advice on how to survive? The Thames is very, very cold. It's a lot colder than people imagine, even in summer. And the important thing to do is to float. So we have a phrase which is float to live at the RNLI. So the thing to do if you do fall in is don't panic, try to breathe normally, get on your back and float in a starfish position. That way somebody will see you, somebody will call for help, but that way you will remain calm and able to maintain a safe position. Mm-hmm. Now, how do people get involved? Well, the RNLI is always looking for volunteers. You don't have to work on the boat itself. You don't have to be a crew member. You can volunteer in lots of different ways, either showing people around stations mm-hmm. or collecting money or getting involved with events that we hold. If you want to do that, contact the RNLI direct via their website and they will put you in touch with your nearest station 
or they'll tell you how to apply for a, a crew position. And one last question, and this is from my children. Is it set up like a fire station? Do you hear the alarm and jump into your boots? Well, we're different in that we have to actually stay on the station for 12-hour shifts. Right. So we arrive at 7 in the morning or 7 in the evening and we stay on the station for 12 hours. If something happens during that time, yes, then the alarm goes off and we have all of our kit ready and waiting. We have helmets and jackets and boots and everything else. So we put those on and we are required to be in the boat starting the engines, getting the ropes off in 90 seconds and to the casualty a minute or two after that. Within moments. Mark, thank you so much. I feel safer just knowing that you're doing what you're doing. Well, thanks so much for having me on. And if anybody wants to see the Tower Lifeboat Station, they are very welcome to make an appointment, come down and have a look around. Brilliant. Thanks so much. And thank you so much, Mark, and all the other RNLI volunteers who do brave and brilliant work to keep our waterways safe. Do you know, there's a crew on that station 24-7, 365 days a year. Find out more about the RNLI at rnli.org and on Instagram at rnli. Switch on Southwest London. Now, everyone, it has been clinically proven that volunteering within your community can improve your confidence, your self-esteem, your sense of self-worth, well-being. I mean, I could go on. But of course, in order to stick with it, you have to be doing something you're really excited about. Now, I, for example, choose Riverside Radio here, staffed entirely by volunteers. And I love the purpose and the community that it's brought me. I used to volunteer at the Chelsea and Westminster Hospital Radio when I was working at BBC Six Music and Radio 2. So it was sort of something to do alongside of actually what I was professionally engaged in anyway. But I think it's good to have a piece of your week dedicated to something that's not work and not strictly play, but benefits you and, of course, your community too. So I was wondering, what ways of volunteering particularly appeal to you? In response to my little question about uh, what we most like, what we can envisage ourselves doing for volunteering that'd be really fun, Tina has messaged in. <laughs> she would like to cuddle pandas in China. And she got this idea. So there are rescue centres in China that have uh, little panda cubs that have lost their parents and um, people actually have to go in and and snuggle with them to make them feel better. Now, I do love this idea. um, And um, she got it from her friend who in real life actually did go and spend some time in Zambia in Africa at a rescue station for lion cubs. And her actual job was to cuddle them and uh, make them feel loved and give them sort of, you know, the warmth and cosiness that one would otherwise get from from their parents who weren't there. Well, I imagine actually much more from their mums uh, in the Lion Kingdom. Don't know. Text me about that if I'm totally wrong. My little daughter, Raffi, she thinks it would be completely epic to work in Batty Dog's home and cuddle the puppies. But she said very specifically, could she be on duty for the Labradors and the Dachshunds because they're her favourite breeds? Do you know, I was going to say brands. Shows what a dog person I am. Breeds of dogs. She loves those particularly. Ha! Keep them coming, guys. On Riverside Radio.
And that was Ellie Gouldie and Diplo featuring Sway Lee. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Now, we've been chatting in this bit of the show about what sort of volunteering ideas might be really fun because, as I said, it is only worth volunteering for something that actually really excites you because then you'll stick with it. And I think that you get whole ton more out of your volunteering situation than actually the volunteering situation gets really out of you because of the opportunity to make mates and find community and generally feel completely brilliant about yourself now my boys recently have been doing their duke of edinburgh award scheme and for that you must volunteer and uh, i thought they were quite cool about it they um both lent in with their school and offered to volunteer coaching the junior swimming team and the junior hockey team they're twins so they were doing at the same time football was taken but uh they took it seriously and i drummed into them exactly how important it is you know to be reliable and to be on time and just because it's voluntary doesn't mean that's any less important in terms of what you're doing so uh and coming up actually after half term so in a couple of weeks time i'm going to be going to a wandsworth soup kitchen with my mate emily who volunteers on a weekly basis at the piccadilly soup kitchen there and uh she does that early in the morning and uh she whizzes across town on the tube and spends her morning doing that and then can head straight to work it's actually something she can add into her working week good honor i say Now, another person I know who volunteers brilliantly and has been doing tons of training to that end is my friend Olivia, who lives in Sheen. And she has been volunteering with the Citizens Advice Bureau, an amazing institution to be part of. And I think she's finding extremely rewarding and, you know, not without its challenges. I mean, it is something quite interesting to be learning something so new when... um, Yeah, when there's sort of a fair amount of riding on it, I suppose. She feels a huge responsibility towards it. Now, for me, working here at Riverside Radio, oh my goodness, it's been nine, almost ten months now of uh, lots and lots of training. And um, I'm sort of getting to grips with it, but it does take a while. But I think it is very good for one to be learning new things at any time of life because, um, you know, actually it builds confidence. I look at where I was and I think where I am now and I, I hope my broadcasting abilities have kind of come on a little bit. I mean, goodness, what a way to go. I mean, as in how much further to go. Thanks very much. I'll stop speaking. Okay, here we go. Switch on South West London. Now, I've had um, a local uh, friend of the show, Daniela, message in with regards to what she does voluntarily to really uh, improve I think the lives of all sorts of people. She runs the Putney Netball Club. On Instagram, it's Putney Netball Club. And she has five adult teams and two junior teams from 14 plus. And she organises it with five other mums. And they play up to county level. And they aim to provide high quality competitive netball to women in southwest London. Now, she is a fantastic uh, contributor to this show. She's always got something brilliant to say. And actually, I would like to feature her and her netball club in a future show talking about netball available, especially, you know, promoting netball for 
Girls in Southwest London. So thank you so much for that, Dan. And um, we've also had a message in from our lovely regular listener in the States, Elizabeth Ann, who says she likes to uh, she likes helping out with her Bible school in the summer and she teaches at her junior church. My friend Jed's also a friend of the show. You might remember her, the one that flew in from Los Angeles, came straight to the studio to tell us all about an interior design award she was up for in London. And she says, that she would like to volunteer at the bar. Yeah, I'm not sure how beneficial that might be to the bar. Well, apart from that she's extremely good company and very beautiful, so therefore would actually, I imagine, bring in a lot of punters. Is that a thing? Can people volunteer in their local bar? Hmm, I'll find out. Ultranate with free... One of my all-time favourite, can't keep me off the dance floor tracks. I hope you're leaping around. It's stopped raining outside. Just had a peek out the window. Hooray for southwest London. Now, as a home stylist, which is what I do in my day job, I encourage you to get the best from your home and the possessions you already have by rethinking how you display what you love the most. Now, For my top tip this week, and a really fun way to fill a blank wall is with decorative plates. Check out the walls of the recently opened Soho Broadwick Hotel. Interior designed by my absolute favourite maximalist, Martin Brunitsky. Now hang your plates using clever stick-on plate hangers, which then can't be seen. Plates look great grouped together, and I like to put them around a doorframe or around a window. I find mine in markets and charity shops and you can keep on adding to the collection over time. For more interior design tips, do uh, head to my Instagram, that's vixby.london and uh, enjoy your plates, guys. Riverside Radio's Track of the Week. Right, I'm going to tell you about this week's Track of the Week. Erin Astra, the emerging Irish alternative pop artist, debuts in 2024 with the concept EP Homesick, featuring the lead single Closed Doors. Infused with infectious melodies and authentic storytelling, Astra's magnetic sound blends alt-pop with grungy undertones, drawing inspiration from her Irish roots and artists like Avril Lavigne and Pale Waves. The EP serves as a survival guide for dreamers. Oh, that doesn't sound lovely. Encapsulating Astra's transformative journey while navigating challenges in pursuing her dreams in London. Ah, check out our YouTube channel for full acoustic sets of Aaron Astra and our previous Track of the Week artists. And you can find her on the socials, on Instagram and TikTok at Erin Astra Official. And here she is. Switch on Southwest London. My running out of time and my breaking from the line. Cause it's driving me crazy. Guess I'll be what you make. Riverside Radio's Track of the Week. Hello, I'm Erin Astra, and my song, Closed Doors, is this week's Track of the Week on Riverside Radio. Switch on Southwest London. Can't catch a break, and I'm striving to be something more that You're on Riverside Radio. When I stepped off that plane, didn't think the clock was ticking. For me, but now. 
Riverside Radio. Now, I'm on an absolute quest to bring you the best ways to enjoy the boroughs of Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton and Lambeth. Now, I was born in Richmond, in fact, only a couple of streets from where I now live, in East Sheen, and I lived and worked in London, having been raised in Dorset, but then I lived abroad for ages and ages, which is a whole other story for a whole other time. Now, I'm now back in the UK and I live in East Sheen, and I want to explore Southwest London with you, and I'm using this show to do that. Now, every week I bring you a local guide, someone who's passionate about their neighbourhood, who can give us tips and hints about how best to enjoy their special corner of our boroughs. Now, today I have top tips from the very famous British two Michelin star award winning chef, Michelle Rue Jr., who has given us his recommendations for how best to enjoy Southwest London. So here we go. Michel Rue's Southwest London foodie guide. When he first moved to London with his parents, it was 1967 and it was Tooting. So he grew up there and had regular visits to Tooting Broadway Market and St George's Hospital, where he had out his appendix and his tonsils. He later moved to Clapham and has lived there for 40 years with his darling wife, he says. It's always been south of the river for him. He says he gets a nosebleed if he goes north. Ha! So first up, we've got his best pizza spot. And he says it's Taverna Trust Ever, which is on St John's Hill in Battersea. Uh, they make lovely pizzas, he says. And the reason why it's his absolute favourite is because it's his grandson's favourite. And he's not going to argue with him. Then next up, we've got his pub which is the windmill. He says because it's got the best beer garden in the whole world and that is called Clapham Common. Brilliant. 
He said special occasion restaurant. Ah, now this one I allowed in, even though it's not actually strictly in our boroughs. Something glamorous and glitzy where you have to get dressed up, he says, like the Ritz. He said the food is wonderful there. And date night spot. Well, he's happily married and he would take his wife any time to Shea Bruce in Wandsworth Common. He says it never disappoints. And uh, I'm going to have more from Michelle Rue Jr. after this next track. On Riverside Radio. That was Becky Hill and Sonny Federa with Never Be Alone. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, I've got more recommendations from Michelle Ruginia, famous award-winning Michelin-styled chef who is a happy Clapham dweller. He says that for, um, and that's not strictly in our boroughs, but Borough Market, he says is amazing, obviously, and everyone knows that. It can be a little bit touristy. But nonetheless, it's got a lovely vibe. You can pick up amazing ingredients, he says, and it's lovely to walk around there and you can walk along the river as well. Now, coffee shop, he says, New Ground, which is in Abbeville Road in Clapham, SW4. He says they also do Pilates and yoga classes and you can enjoy a good cup of coffee, a bit of Pilates, and you can have one of their cold-pressed juices. He recommends them. Now, food shop, he says he always tends to try and shop locally and away from supermarkets and he likes small independents and there are a couple of very good butchers he said where he lives one is called M. Moen and Sons in Clapham and the Ginger Pig as well just around the corner Moen's the butcher a family run business that's been there for as long as he can remember just off Clapham Common in Clapham Old Town obviously he says they have great meat but they also have a great cheese counter and do lots of stocks and sauces and then he says there's Moxon's, the fishmonger, which is on the other side of the common, and it's restaurant quality fish. He says you should see the queues there on Friday and Saturday. It's unbelievable and the mark of an incredible fishmonger's. For a Sunday roast, he says outside of his own, definitely Derby's. It's a very great place and absolutely beautiful and they do it he says really well now i looked into this and derby's also have live music which starts at 1 p.m every sunday for those long lazy lunches and that's three viaduct gardens sw11 and thank you so much michelle rude jr you can find out more about what he's doing next on instagram at michelle underscore rue underscore jr and details of his new le gavroche restaurant at this year's wimbledon tennis tournament with center court tickets included i very much hope you enjoyed our local guide for this week you're listening to vix b on riverside radio broadcasting live from southwest london now I've got a part of the show that I'm calling Vicks B Loves and this is where I tell you about local activities, arts and culture events that I'm excited about and I think you should be too. Now first up we've got Brixton, Carnegie and the South Lambeth Libraries are celebrating LGBTQ plus history month all through February. They're hosting different events, including art exhibitions, poetry readings and a queer arts and culture market with themed craft stations, a drag night and other live performances. To find the schedule and all details, head to love.lambeth.com. 
www.gov.uk or visit one of the Lambeth libraries to also find displays and promotions of current LGBTQ plus books for adults and children. Next up, we have my recommendation that... uh, Obviously, we all know that February half term is coming up. Now, my kids start on uh, Monday, February the 12th. So they break up on Friday and they are absolutely pumped about this, of course. Now, not a problem for those who aren't quite sure what to do with their children during the week because children under 16 can swim for free at Merton Leisure Centres in Mitcham, Wimbledon and Morden. As part of their commitment to becoming London's borough of sport, Merton Council provides sessions from 9am to 10am and 1pm to 3pm to keep active during school holidays as a family. Now you can book your time slot through merton.gov.uk or at your local leisure centre. Aren't they blimmin' brilliant? Well, that ended it abruptly, didn't it? That was Ella Henderson and Tom Grennan with Let's Go Home Together. I love that. What a brilliant plan. Now, next, as uh, part of my Vixby Loves by the show, where I tell you about cool stuff happening in our boroughs, on Sunday, February 18th, head to the Omnibus Theatre in Clapham to experience comic Joe Brand in conversation with writer John O'Farrell. Now, from 7pm and within the intimate setting of the theatre, Jo will share stories from her career of over 30 years, followed by a Q&A session where you get to ask all the questions you might have for her. To get your tickets, visit omnibus-clapham.org and all the proceeds for all the ticket sales are in aid of their learning and participation programme. Sounds fantastic. Now... I want to tell you about the South Mitcham Community Centre, which has all sorts of amazing free family fun on for half term. Now, on Monday, February the 12th, they have an arts and crafts morning, which you can book your free slot for at eventbrite.co.uk. Tuesday, February 13th, they have a complimentary pancake morning. And from 10.30am, they are also putting on a movie afternoon on Wednesday, the 14th of February. Uh, Obviously, Valentine's Day. And um, isn't it funny that... Easter is so blimmin' early this year that that's all kind of coming in together. So all these events are free and they're all fabulous. Do find them on Instagram at the South Mitcham Community Centre and at their website, which is smca.co.uk. On Riverside Radio. Well, that was, of course, Murder on the Dance Floor, Sophie Ellis-Bexter's track from 2001, which has had a massive resurgence in popularity because of the film Saltburn. Have you watched it? Were you with either your children or your parents? Did that ruin your Christmas? <laughs> I, I watched it with my husband and, uh, yeah, he found it very confusing, but I absolutely loved it. I think the director... Theo Fennell, the jeweller actually, also a South West London dweller, his daughter Emerald Fennell, who is absolutely brilliant. If you haven't seen it, do, but, you know, brace yourself. And uh, also watch Promising Young Woman, another absolutely brilliant film from her. Now we've come to the end of the show now. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. It was Fleetwood Mac and Diane, which I play very specifically for my little son, Ruben, who likes to sing Diane Buswell. 
as part of that song because he adores Strictly Come Dancing and the flaming red-haired dancer whose name that is. Anyway, so I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I would like to thank all of those who contributed to the show today. To the lovely Mark Browning, our local hero this week, for telling us about his experiences working on the Thames, volunteering with the RNLI. Thank you, Mark, and all those of you who volunteer for helping keep our river safe. Also, thanks to our local guide this week, famous southwest London dweller and two Michelin-starred chef, Michelle Rue Jr., with all his favourite foodie places and recommendations in our boroughs. You'll find this week's show details from my Instagram page tomorrow morning at vixby.london. Thank you for tuning in. I do look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time with more celebrations of all that is wonderful about Southwest London. Okay, here we go. Switch on Southwest London. That's all we have for you this week. Please do rate, review, and share the podcast if you can. It all helps to spread the word. See you next time.